0: At Bibles, and they're walking down the aisle. If you would like to uh, you borrow one, they're available for you, and you can use that one. Just raise your hand to them, and they'll be happy to give you that. Uh, but you borrow that Bible. Well, it is a loaner, so don't steal it. But uh, use that. It's always good to get used to kind of going through that. this book. It's an amazing book, and it uh, it, it, it helps if we go through it and actually learn how to do that. And, and God wants us to learn. Also take out your uh, worshipful. Something on the page. might call it getting a little radical, because God wants for each of us to make a difference in our world. like the story of uh, of Katie Davis. Do you know who Katie Davis is? I didn't think so. Uh, She is a, a young adult. cultivate growth. family instance, to grow in our faith and let that faith move, move us to get radical. Matthew five sixteen says, In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. And as we do the good for the Father, people will look towards Him. In the same way, Idea of, of Luke nine twenty three. You know that verse that says we need to deny ourselves to take up our cross and to follow Christ. And we twist that idea. Connected to God, we connect them to ourselves, and then God lets us go, and that turns into a whole bedroom of problems. And we're not being radical about God's purpose; we're being more radical about our own self and our own comfortability. The question comes. them realize that they can make a difference in their world. And it was teaching them how to grow in faith so that you will be a radical change agent in our world. And from Romans chapter 2, verse 1, to Romans chapter 3, verse 31, Paul gives a, a three-fold growth in our lives. The first is that we need to realize we have nothing to offer. <laughs> That's kind of, what? True, we have nothing to offer. But yet, quite honestly, we think we have a lot to offer. Sure, our confidence may be in God and, and the way he blesses us, but we all have that tendency to feel entitled, entitled to a, a point where we feel we deserve relief. To make us happy, safe, comfy, relaxed, and content, and so we so easily can have give off the, the attitude that God is lucky to have us part of His family. See, that's the uh, the way the Jews felt. And if you read through uh, Romans chapter two and chapter three, you see that Paul addresses this this Roman uh, this this Jewish entitlement that because they were God's chosen. that they would escape God's judgment because of their bloodline. And yet as Romans 2.11 says, God does not show favoritism. Sometimes we as Christians take on that attitude and swagger on in the church and say, hey, you better give me something for my time investment here. I mean, come on, I'm an important person and I'm dedicating this 50 minutes, hour, or whatever, how much time I really pay attention to this and it better be something good. going to tell me what to do. Actually, if we have that attitude, uh, it will stop your spiritual growth. But Paul here in, in Romans chapter 2, verse 1, in Acts 3.20, dresses down our prideful, self-seeking, comfort-obsessed, safety-fixated lifestyle. And he lets us know that we really are not, have nothing to offer God outside of our connection to Christ. It started back in Gentiles, all those those non-Jews, uh, that we are without excuse because of what has been made in this world, as he talks about in, in one, that, that we are without excuse, that though through the creation of the world we should see, because built inside of every human being is that desire to be Although they knew. Those of us who have come to faith in Christ have been grafted in according to Romans 11, and we'll look at that in a few weeks But we can be just like that. And though we should be growing in faith and making a radical impact on our community and our world, We may possess physical signs of faith. You see, the the Jewish people were very much into the signs of their faith, especially the sign of of circumcision. That—that was a sign. Hey, I'm circumcised. Woo, I'm good. That's all I need to do. Just go through a few signs, maybe go to temple every now and then, and I'm good. this about our condition that we really have nothing to offer because there's there's no one righteous not even one verse 9 of chapter 3 verse 10 of I me mean, there's no one who understands there's no one who seeks God verse 12 all have turned away they have together become worthless there is no one who does good deeds not even one their throats are open graves their tongues practice deceit. their the poison of vipers is on their lips their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness their feet are swift to Thank okay. you. What is the greatest thing you might into, can do in all of life it is to uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. It's the first and the greatest commandment. The second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. To love God. About it almost every Sunday that we have an issue a problem that we've been born into sin and this sin is part of our DNA is it, it, it allows us not to relate to God because we're sinful see sinful man and holy God cannot relate there's this huge chasm of our sin that divides us between God and ourselves and though we doesn't save us. That doesn't erase the sin. It just doesn't happen. It makes us better people. But we're still stuck in our sin, and there's nothing we can do to, to deal with it, so someone has to take that penalty upon themselves, and that's what Jesus did. That sacrifice of atonement means that he stayed God's wrath on us. That, that, that In other words, he pushed it away, that we don't that jesus has said is true that he is our savior that he did wipe away sin and how we engage that in our life is through faith through belief it's that belief that we're sinful that belief that we need a savior and that belief that jesus is it they were there, the, <clears throat> the Passover say to that, ceremonious meal was happening, and in the middle of that Jesus takes a, 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 a bread and he breaks it and says, this is my body, given for you. And and after a while the, the cup comes around and he says, "Hold up the cup and he says, it was the cup of redemption. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant, my blood given for you. And in that he was explaining that he would die Intellectual realization. It is that understanding of of, of, a, of a confession that we're sinful, a confession that we need a savior, and then a and then a, a movement of life towards the. Shows in a life that is lived in line with God's way of life. It, it shows in good works. It shows in not creating a, a safe, comfortable Christian community, but initiating.
1: a journey that started three years ago when I thought I knew what my life would look like and I had no idea. A journey that has shown me more about the Father's heart and His extravagant compassion than I could have ever imagined. A journey that requires me to give more of myself every single day. It's a journey that took me from a ten month commitment to teach kindergarten in Uganda, to a lifetime commitment of bettering and serving this country. I'm Katie Davis. I'm 21 years old. I live here in Uganda. I run a marginal ministry, and my full-time occupation is that I'm a to take them home with me until we find a better solution. I'm not really sure what to do with them, but I know that they are God's children. Today I have 14. I get a lot of that, like, do you really feel that they're your children? Do you really feel like it's a family? And I say, you come on over for dinner and tell me. Because um, it is. It is our family. People say to me all the time, like, wow, you are so lucky that you found what God wants you to do with your life. Love the Lord with all your heart, and then you're to love your neighbor as yourself. And like myself doesn't want to be starving. And so I don't want other people in the world to be starving. Jesus does not ask that we care.